Hi, I'm Oki. And I'm Caddy. And this is Books, Cats, and Snacks. Shout out edition. <laughs> if only you guys could see the, the fanfare that is <laughs> Caddy with her arms and ridiculousness. But <laughs> welcome to our book shout out. I am sounding really weird, Caddy. I'm sick mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a cycle now mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. knowing when i'm sick and i'm not so guys if you know us at all oki always has like some kind of cold or flu situation going on and that <laughs> my stomach is always upset like that's the two of us like i'm all my stomach's always upset and she's always got a cold if yeah. you don't want to know more about us well yeah there you you got it you there got you go more you got of it us. pretty much pretty much yeah <laughs> is it a book podcast yes but we're gonna tell you more about us i'm more about our bodily like, functions like, y'all <laughs> like over the over the year or over the months little tidbit <laughs> right but welcome to our book shout outs where caddy and i each pick two books that we want to highlight, that we want to talk about. We hope that we get to read these books eventually. We haven't really read it yet, but we just want to talk a little bit about it. And Caddy, let's start with yours. Okay. All right. My first book is called The Language of Love and Loss by Bart Yates. Language of Love and Loss by Bart Yates. Yeah. It has 246 pages, so relatively shorter, shorter book. It came out May 23rd of 2023. So this year, a few months ago. So it starts off with 37-year-old Noah York is a sharp, sensitive artist who must return to his New Hampshire hometown to take care of his ailing mother. So his mother has been recently diagnosed with ALS. She's always been this eccentric lady, kind of outspoken. She's um, an author of her own, right? She's a poet. And she's really famous for this particular poem that she wrote. And actually, this poem is about her son, Noah. Noah's always been like... He's he doesn't really like the attention he gets from it. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, kind of like um, what's that movie with the the author? He wrote Winnie the Pooh. Oh, A. A. Milne. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, he made his son like Christopher Robin, and he didn't really like the attention. This is much with how Noah feels in the situation. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It's a sleepy New Hampshire town. Noah doesn't really want to come back to this town because he doesn't have fond memories. One from his mother. His mother's whole situation, her being an artist, a poet, and he's gay. And the last thing he remembers being in this town, they beat him up really, really bad, like to a bloody pulp, it says. Oh, man. Up to a bloody pulp. So it's not fond memories he has at this place, you know what I mean? Right. So now he has to come back. Also, Noah doesn't want to return to this town because the love, like his love lost, the love of his life is actually already married to someone else. And the person that this man is married to, he despises. So oh. he's like, there is nothing good to come up this homecoming. That's why I moved away. This is why I live in Rhode Island in my own little artistic bubble. I don't have to worry about any of this. I don't have to pretty much face the problems that I had back home. The story is very much one of those facing your problems, finding out your true self, cutting ties, making amends sort of book all in the backdrop of taking care of his mother. One more time, it's The Language of Love and Loss by Bart Yates. Patty, I don't know what it is. We're like aligned in our in our thinking because, guys, we don't ever tell each other what we choose for the book shoutouts. Or even when we do our midway check-ins, Mm-mm. I'm always yeah surprised. Like, what did you pick versus what I picked? Mm-hmm. And mine is very similar to yours. Not not the taking care of the mother part or uh-huh. not about, you know, not about having to face childhood memories, stuff like that. Well, maybe a little bit. But mine is definitely about a man who is trying to figure out 
his mental stability, trying to figure out his life. So we're yep. we're on the same page almost here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so then that kind of leads into my first book, of course. So my first book is from an author named Craig Randall, who's written a series. It's called Northwest Trilogy. He has part one and part two out. So the third one isn't out yet, or at least I don't think so. But in the meantime, he also does a lot of poetry. And he has a, yeah, isn't that crazy? That's like, funny. We, yeah. we kind of almost picked very similar books. Oh, but, yeah. Okay. So my book is called The Doom That Came to Astoria by Craig Randall. It's 304 pages. It was published last year, May 27th, 2022. So that's the, the first book in the trilogy. The book is about a character named Charlie West who's trying to figure out pretty much his future. So he has this painful past and he's trying to move past it. So he accepts a teaching position at a school just outside Astoria, Oregon. So I'm going to read this little bit of the synopsis from Goodreads. It says, he dreamt of this his whole life, letting go, leaving, building his own life free of the shadows and darkness that plagued his formative youth. So it is kind of similar to yours yeah, on that yeah, part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is real as Charlie works to settle, build friendships, and find his place in a new community. Allowing himself to dream at last, he's unaware that each step he takes leads him further into an intricate web set to ensnare him. Never could he have imagined what awaited him, nor the extent of his own connection to the coming horrors. A lot of it is dealing with his mentality, like his mental state, just trying to, I guess, arrive. And I just thought this was such an interesting lead into this trilogy. I thought, you know, reading a lot about, about men's mental health is really important and bringing it to light. And, but I thought this book was really, really interesting. It does. It sounds amazing. Yeah. And the second book is actually called The Dreams in the Pearl House. And that's part two of the trilogy, which I think is a total opposite of the the poetry that he publishes. Mm. He has one that's coming out, I think, around September. I'm not sure, but it's called Rain Songs. And I thought it was really, really interesting. On his Instagram, he he shows a few poems that he has in his book. I think he has mm-hmm. a Kickstarter for that. But I, I thought the books, the trilogy is really interesting, especially to start off with the with book one called The Doom That Came to Astoria. And that was by Craig Randall. Mm-hmm. Okay, your turn, Caddy. The second All book. right. My second book is called The Curator by Owen King. The Curator cool. by Owen King. Yeah, it is 480 pages. It's a big book. Ooh, that is a big book. <laughs> yeah, and it was published March 7th of this year of 2023. So this is a fantasy novel. I've never talked about a fantasy novel before. It just sounded really interesting because if you guys look it up, there's a cat on the cover. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is classified as a Dickensian fantasy. So I'm thinking like, fantasy world like Oliver Twist setting that's I mean that's the picture I'm getting in my head so it's in an unnamed city that is referred to as the fairest quote-unquote the fairest there lives Dora she's a domestic servant in the university I guess like a like a university library situation I guess she's like maybe like a janitor but it's like a I guess like a domestic servant is what you call them back in the time I want to say it's in the past just based on the Dickensian part she yearns to learn what happened to her brother after his death her brother died but I'm assuming this is me just reading the synopsis getting my own thought of it maybe she doesn't know what happened to his body after that or maybe it's some like 
she doesn't know where he went in like a philosophical sense of like heaven and hell sort of situation. But the city is in the midst of, of revolutionary times. It's a time of revolutionaries and conspiracy theories where scholars are highly revered. Cats are honored as gods and <laughs> thieves are noblemen. And what is it? And criminals are like highly sought out, like the best criminals. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty much where is Dora ever going to get her answers? Her in her book, her lover is one of like one of the main conspirators, one of the main scholars in the book. And he's like one of the main guys leading the revolution. So now there's ties to that, what's going to happen with their revolution. There's ties to what happened. But ultimately, it's what happened to Dora's brother. That's what her her main focus is on. And the backdrop just happens to be this dystopian type of yeah, society. That sounds fun, yeah. actually. Yeah, it sounds actually really cool. And I'm like, oh, that's a fantasy book. It caught my eye because the kitty. So I was like, oh, it's a kitty. So I'm like, let me see what this book is about. And I read it. I was like, oh, okay, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, it sounds different. You don't know. I don't, I don't pick fantasy. Yeah, I don't know. Fantasy books, pick. yeah, to the table. Yeah, but I was just like, oh, this is interesting. This is different. Let me let me go ahead and check, you know, let me go ahead and give this book a shout out. So I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. I, I kind of like it. It was a really long synopsis, too. So there's a lot more to this book than what I just gave you kind of a brief overlook of what I took from it. But you guys, it definitely, it's definitely worth a look. It's pretty, it sounds pretty amazing when I, when I read it. So All right. one more time, it's The Curator by Owen King. Very nice, Caddy. Mm-hmm. And we'll just leave it as who Owen King is. <laughs> what lots of us know. <laughs> Especially I want to read his book with Stephen King, of course, uh, called mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauties. Mm-hmm. Such a cool looking book. And they well, have a... You that's your yeah. band. You love Stephen King. Yeah. Right. And they have a graphic novel of Sleeping Beauties too. And I thought it was so cool. Like I wanna check it out at the library. I haven't found it or anything, but okay, well let's move on to my second book then. It's interesting that you picked a book because like I said, we're so aligned for this mm-hmm. episode <laughs> with Dickensian characters because that's what my <laughs> book has. <laughs> that, yeah it's it's kind of this kind is of so crazy. funny this has never happened me and Oki never do yeah not have well, the I, mean, same taste. I, I think we maybe have picked some books that are quite similar they're usually true crime cool. yeah <laughs> that's when it's similar but when it's yeah. both like all four books that we picked this episode are very mm-hmm. similar this is so strange mm-hmm. but let me get into my book okay okay my book is called the second sight of Zachary Cloudisley by Sean Lusk. Wow. It's a beautiful, beautiful cover, too. The okay. cover is it's gorgeous. It's 356 pages. It was published last year, June 9th, 2022. This book is... Oh, my. Yeah. And then, I and found the cool. cover. It's historical it's fiction. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah but it, there's a little bit of magic in there with clockwork and just, like, visionary... Mm-hmm. like antics and things like that. It's it's so cool. So Zachary, the, the main character, he's a son of a famous clockmaker. His dad, Abel, really, really interesting, cool guy. But Zachary, he had a happy childhood. He's, he's very smart. He's very curious. There's no mom in the picture. But an accident leaves him, it says here, an accident leaves him scarred for life. And that his father decided that Zachary would be better off being raised by his aunt, Frances, in the countryside. In the meantime, the dad, Abel, he takes his dangerous job in Constantinople. So this is in London and uh, kind of going back and forth, I guess. This is like a really cool, fun historical fiction. But there's, like I said earlier, there's whimsical like mm-hmm. things in there. Kind of like Hugo. 
Remember the movie um, Hugo? That's, how, like that's Hugo. how I'm imagining it too. Yeah, that's how I'm, yeah. The book is like Zachary's adventure mm-hmm. that will take him to see his dad. So Zachary also has this like extraordinary gift. It says, at a touch of a hand, Zachary can see into the hearts and minds of the people he meets. That's something that he kind of grew up with. But then okay. the, the accident happened. The dad, Abel, sends him to go live with his aunt. So the book kind of kind of shows how Zachary goes into this adventure to go to his dad. Where, like I said, his dad, you know, took this crazy dangerous job. I see a lot of people loving this book and how there's the characters are really, really fascinating. Like that Dickensian Mm-hmm. set of characters so similar to your book there mm-hmm. and just the language alone I think that's what draws people to this book too mm-hmm. just just the way the writing is and I'm I'm a sucker for a beautiful cover like this I think yeah. we both are yeah we yeah. totally judge by the cover meaning <laughs> like there's a book cover I think with you if there's a cat you're like yes I'm ready for it mm-hmm. with me I'm just like colors what yeah. <laughs> we we judge it by its cover to say like the In beautiful a good artistry way. that yeah. the, the beautiful artistry that a cover does take. So somebody does design this, somebody does yeah, you draw get all this. the credit, man. And it's beautiful. Like you want to yeah. give them credit for what they did. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so sure. I usually gravitate to like, wow, cool, pretty colors. And also mm-hmm. like the horror and the thriller stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's you some like really jack. crazy horror book covers or borderline like pornographic too which i think they're really interesting they are and you know there's always sub genres of every single yeah, yeah, genre that yeah. is so but it's it's so cool it's so awesome so the ultimate book cover is um what is it the fantastic beast the, uh, the, the fuzzy wuzzy book yeah the uh the teeth oh, man yeah can't think of the name of it right now that <sighs> man how can i not remember but anyway so the book was the second sight of zachary cloudlessly I hope I said that correctly, though. I'm sure By you Sean did. Lusk. And that's our book shout out, you guys. I hope you're curious about the books that we picked this week. We are currently reading Caddy's Pick, Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, talking about judging a book by its cover, I really thought this book was going to be kind of rom-com, cutesy, fun. You know, it has its rom-com moments you know definitely mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely but yeah. i didn't realize it's going to be so emotional too that's and a like, heart it does yeah i i'm really enjoying it i'm only i'm only about a third way through and mm-hmm. and i'm already i'm sold yeah. i'm already sunk this, into this this book. book had definitely taken me because i thought i was like oh and i read it i mean i read the synopsis and i was like oh, i wonder if this is going to be like a cutesy rom-com Sort of yeah, but we need like, that every now and then. But yeah, then I was like, but what's wrong came, with that? You yeah. Know? But then I read it and I was like, oh right. my God. It didn't make, like, it made me sad at some point. So I was just like, oh. Here we <laughs> go again. We, I know. We get into tugging. another emotional book again. Uh-huh. We'll be back next week with our midway check-in because Caddy and I are obsessed with other books as well. <laughs> we have our buddy read with lessons in chemistry, but we're also going to talk about other book we will see you guys next week bye bye